大家一起默祷。Let's all pray in silence. 啊，们，奉耶稣圣名开始来学习雅歌。In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, we begin to study、uh, the Song of Solomon. 所罗门王在年轻的时候写了雅歌。呃、uh, ，King Solomon he wrote the Book of Song of Solomon when he was young. 在中年的时候写了箴言。And when he was in his middle age, he wrote、uh, proverbs. 在晚年的时候写了传道书。And when he was of old age, he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. 啊，读雅歌会让我们对爱情、婚姻有更深刻的体会。When we read the Song of Solomon, we'll feel、uh, deeper into love and、uh, about、uh, marriage as well. 啊，会让我们更加幸福。And it will make us、uh, even more joyful and even more blessed. 那读箴言呢？啊，随时都有人生的座右铭来引导我们的前面的路。And if we read the book of Proverbs, then we'll have a lot of sayings, wise sayings to lead our way. 呃，我们读传道书，对生命的意义跟价值有更深刻的体验。And if we read the book of Ecclesiastes, then we'll feel、uh, have a deeper meaning into our lives. 呃，我们这次没有学习那么多，我们要来读雅歌。Today, uh, this time we're not learning so much, but we're only going to learn about the book of Song of Solomon. 我们想一起来完成一个任务。Want to accomplish a mission together。我们平常比较没有那么安静的时刻啊，来读一卷这个雅歌的这这个书。And usually we do not have such a quiet time to quiet down to read the Song of Solomon。我们希望这次能够把它读过一次。And we hope that we are able to finish this book this time。我们更希望能够把每一句啊每一节它的意思呢，都把它解释过。And we also hope that we are able to explain every verse of the of the book. 那圣灵带领我们，让我们去深入那个字句之后的背后的那个啊属灵的意义。And may the Holy Spirit guide us that we may able to understand uh the meaning behind uh every word of it. 呃，为什么要学雅歌 ？And why do we need to learn the book of Song of Solomon? 呃，第一个从雅歌来学习婚姻跟爱情。First, we want to learn from the Song of Solomon about marriage and love. 那第二个就是进一步的从这些教训呢，去体会啊，基督跟教会之间的关系。Secondly, through these teachings, you want to know the relationship between Christ and the church. 所以有两个目标。So there are two goals. 那怎么样来学习呢 ？So how can we learn from it? 呃，第一个我们要熟读这个雅歌。Number one, we have to read very carefully. 啊，我们用最简易的呃这个释经学的法则呃来从字面呢先查考它的意思。We use a method in the hermeneutics to try to understand the meaning behind each word. 啊，就是有关啊这个历史背景啊的查考。For example, the study into the historical background. 啊，它是依附在哪一个背景底下所产生的一本著作。And what kind of history has is this book written in? Ah, we first understand. This is what we need to understand first. 那么再来就从上下文啊，这个字句啊，上下文这个文脉啊，呃的这样的呃一脉相承的这个意思啊，我们去查考。Then we want to study it based on the context of the words. 那第三个可能我们碰到一些困难的字词义。Number three, we may encounter some words that are difficult to understand the meaning. Ah, 好像路上的一块石头
uh, for example, a, a rock on the road. And if we remove this rock, then we're able to understand the entire sentence and the entire structure. And also we're going to study based on using the passage, the Bible, to explain the Bible itself. And uh, I would uh, be here to explain everything to you. And uh, the notes that are provided to you uh, there must have uh, there are some details that are written in there already. Uh, so if we read the Bible and we also refer to the notes, we're able to understand the teachings behind it. But undeniably, uh, there are some difficulties in reading the Song of Solomon. The first difficulty is because uh, it is presented as a song. Uh, and there is a lot of the uh, parables and there is a lot of the uh, symbols in it. Uh, so we need to, uh, we want to explain this in a very uh, complete uh, manner. Uh, the second difficulty. And it is like a love song between a man and a woman. Uh, but uh, because in the original text there is no uh, punctuations. And there it does not uh, uh, lay out uh, which words are spoken by the uh, man the uh, the man or the woman. Uh, so when we're reading it, it is difficult to uh, decide which words are spoken by whom uh, for us to uh, kind of make decision on it. But what we are able to do is to look at the context and try to decide and to to determine which words are spoken by whom. And if we do it in this manner, then we're able to solve most of the problems in the Song of Solomon. The third difficulty. And when we're reading the uh, love between the man and the woman, we'll see a little bit more uh, explicit description of the words. Uh, so sometimes they, uh, some people, they use uh, uh, their own perspective and perspective to look at the Song of Solomon. Uh, but some people they have these uh, words for it and a lot of the Bible scholars they agree with this saying Song of Solomon is cleaner than most of our hands and what we see is the uh, the relationship inside the marriage, the relationship of one flesh. 
there is nothing about there's nothing explicit about it. Because in true love there is only complete acceptance. And love inside a marriage it offers us a, a, a way to love another person without any distance. So a marriage is the most wonderful feeling. We need to read the Song of Solomon with a pure heart. And just as how we have mentioned, the second goal for us to read uh, the Song of Solomon. From the love between a husband and a wife, we want to actually understand the uh, love, the relationship between church and Christ. Then it will definitely be cleaner than most of our hands. We read it with a pure heart. And it is a very wonderful feeling. We need to work towards this uh, direction. So that the eye, our eyesight will be more open. And that we will understand deeper into the truth. And we hope that we can work towards, try towards this area. And if we have time, we need to read more uh, on the Song of Solomon. Uh, we also ask the Holy Spirit to guide every one of us. And because in the thousands of years, when people are reading the Song of Solomon, there are a lot of misunderstandings. And that is that people, they use the words itself to, uh, to do spiritual, uh, to try to understand the spiritual meaning behind it. So when different people are interpreting the Song of Solomon, we'll, see that, we'll feel that it is uh, something very out of this world. And sometimes uh, the, the two, are two, the two are, cannot be put together. And sometimes we can't even understand the meaning behind it. So where is this uh, reference from? And how is this word uh, connected to the spiritual meaning and where's the connection for it? And so this is a very big misunderstanding for uh, Song of Solomon. So we want to repeat what we have just said. And we want to use the very simple method of hermeneutics. And when we are able to look at it in a very serious and robust manner, and only when we can understand the word correctly can we understand its spiritual meaning correctly. Only the correct way of interpreting the Bible can we apply it correctly. And so, in fact, the words uh, on the surface, there's only one meaning. But uh, 
but then there may be infinite number of uh, spiritual meaning for that word, but these are all personal uh, feelings for it. So on this, in terms of this, we will uh, try to strive towards uh, in, in this area. But we need to understand that this is indeed a very difficult task. But if we're able to understand the meaning of the word itself, we only need to do one thing. And the truth, the principle of the truth that is explained and interpreted out of it, we apply it on the relationship between Christ and the church. And of course, we apply it onto our marriage as well. And this is uh, the direction that we want to pursue it. And at the same time, we want to feel, uh, experience our relationship between us and Christ. So So this learning has two uh, different uh, parallel lines. So first of all, we want to interpret it uh, in terms of the truth and apply it into our marriage. And the other axis is that we want to apply it uh, to understand our relationship between church and Christ. And of course, we are not able to uh, grasp every detail in the book. Uh, but if we want to be uh, very careful about it, uh, and when we want to apply it in a, some kind of spiritual meaning, we need to be very careful. Uh, but then if we can interpret the truth out of the words itself, then we can use that in, in terms of our marriage. So we'll use about half an hour to read the Song of Solomon. And the Solomon, uh, this pronunciation, it, it means peace. And Shunammite, woman, the Shunammite, uh, the word itself also means uh, peace. And the root words are, in fact, the original, in the original text are the same. But one is masculine and the other is feminine. So King Solomon and his queen, and they have the same root word, and they have the same name. In fact, husband and wife, they are one flesh. King Solomon, uh, he re- uh, prefigures Jesus Christ. Number one, because they were, they were both uh, the son of David. Number two, they were both kings in Jerusalem. One is the earthly king, one is the heavenly king. King Solomon is the king, uh, uh, wise king. And Jesus Christ, he is the wisdom itself, and he is truth itself. And Lord Jesus, he is the king of peace. 
And when King Solomon he was、uh, reigning over the kingdom, there was no war. And God gave him a symbol, become a symbol of peace. Ah, that Solomon king, he built a temple. And King Solomon he built the temple. Ah, Jesus built the temple. And Lord Jesus, He built the spiritual temple, which is the church. So Solomon King represents Jesus Christ. So King Solomon He prefigures Jesus Christ. That Sulamite woman, ah, is this queen. And the Shunammite woman is the queen. So represents the church. And she、uh, prefigures、uh, the members of the true church and the true church. Because they have the same name. Because they have the same name, and they are the relationship is one flesh. That Shunammite this name is from Solomon. This pronunciation and the Shunammite woman, this uh, uh, meaning is come from Solomon. Ah, so we every Christian is called by Jesus Christ's name, is become his representative. So all the Christians, we are、uh, under the name of Christ. Solomon King, ah, he is King. That Shunammite is his wife. Ah, the church is Jesus Christ's wife. And Solomon, he is a king, and Shunammite woman is his bride. So a church is the bride of Christ. Solomon and Shunammite are united. And Solomon and Shunammite woman, they are、uh, unite into one. And through the pursuit of love, and also through、uh, the marriage, they are united as one. Ah, each believes in each other. And they love each other, and they also belong to each other. Oh, 那我们现在开始来读第一章。And we are now going to read chapter one. 呃，如果我们把这整个八章的章节呢，小弟提供的讲义是把它分成有六首诗歌。And、uh, in these eight chapters, uh, I I split split it into six songs. 啊，那这六首诗歌都呃有它的一个标题。And these six songs, I、uh, there are、uh, the titles for these、uh, one each of the songs. 那当然就是分段的时候就是有客观的查考，然后有一个我们用主观的一个标题啊去把它啊涵盖这些内容。And of course we have a, a very objective way of splitting the divisions, but then we have a subjective way of defining、uh, what each section means. 我们先看第一节。And let's read verse one. 啊，提到所罗门的歌是歌中的雅歌。The Song of Songs, which is Solomon's, ah, 就是一个比较级当中的最高级，是最优雅、最美好的诗歌。And this is the ultimate, ah,、uh, comparison, which is the best of the best. 啊，他照原来的意思应该是说，所罗门做的诗歌，或是送给所罗门的诗歌。The original meaning should have been, ah,、uh, the song, ah,、uh, written by Solomon or, ah,、uh, the song given to Solomon. 啊，但是这些都没有妨碍我们理解说，所罗门就是雅歌的作者。But then this does not、uh, influence our、uh, understanding that、uh, Solomon is the writer uh, for uh, the Song of Songs. Ah, 整个雅歌里头有七次提到所罗门这个名字。And in the Song of Songs, there are seven times it mentions the name Solomon. Ah, 就是这个这首诗歌里头最重要的人物。And this is the most important character in the Song of Songs. 啊，其实就是那位良人。In fact, it is the, the beloved. Ah, 所以这是所罗门的诗歌。And this is the song of Solomon. Ah, you 要理解这是为他做的，或是他所做的都可以。And you can understand it as、uh, this is the song made for him, or this is the song made by him.、Uh, they are all, both okay. 那因为他谈论王跟王后之间纯洁的爱。And it talks about the pure love between him and the、uh, queen. 啊，可以说是最优雅、最高级的一首诗歌了。And this is the、uh, best、uh, songs out there. 
，但是在另外一个啊轴向来看的时候，就是神跟百姓之间的关系。But if you look at it on a different axis, then we understand that this is the relationship between God and His people. 那圣经就是用婚姻来比喻神跟百姓的关系。And the Bible uses marriage to describe the relationship between God and His people. 那新约圣经就是来用婚姻来比喻基督跟教会的关系。And the New Testament uses marriage to describe the relationship between Christ and the church. 那这样的一个婚姻关系 ，and for this relationship of a marriage， 它表达救赎的真理。And this represents the truth of salvation. 啊，这个救赎可以说是在我们生命中最重要的一个话题。And salvation is the most important topic in our life. Ah, 用雅歌去把它表达出来。And this is expressed by Song of Solomon. Ah, 当然它可以称为最优雅的一首诗歌。And therefore, it is the Song of Songs. Ah, 谈论到神的爱。It is talking about the love of God. 人间的关系。And also the love in the in the humankind. 夫妻是一体的关系。Ah, for husband and wife, they are one flesh. 父子是骨肉的关系。And for father and son, they are of this flesh and blood. 骨肉不是一体关系。And flesh and blood, the relationship of flesh and blood is not of one flesh. 夫妻才是一体关系。Only husband and wife, they are the relationship of one flesh. 男人有一天要离开父母。And the man, one day, he will depart from his parents. 要与与妻子联合。And he will be united to his wife. 啊，一个男人他一生当中大概有三次离开他的妈妈。And For a man, there are three times like where he will depart from his mother. 每一次离开都让他更加的成熟成长。And every time he departs from his mother, he will become even more mature. 第一次离开妈妈的肚脐。And the very first time is that he departs from the womb of his mother. 那个脐带剪断了。After he cuts the umbilical cord. 从母亲的子宫里面拿出来了。He comes out of the womb. 啊，这个胎儿变成婴孩。And this This baby has come out. He 慢慢的成长 And this baby starts to grow. 结婚的时候，他再一次的离开妈妈 And when he is married, then once again he left. He leaves his mother. 跟他生命中第二个重要的女人结为一体 And then he is united in one flesh with the second most important woman in his life. 他要独当一面，他要承担一个家庭 He has to be independent, and he has to carry a family. Ah, so he will become even more mature. That is why he will become even more mature. 男孩变成男人 A boy becomes a man. Ah, 第三次可能就是妈妈一般来讲会先于孩子来离开这个世界 And the third time is when the mother will be the first to depart to leave the the son. Ah, 我们想起以撒的故事 Ah, when we think about the story of Isaac, 以撒的母亲过世了 When the mother of Isaac has passed away, 哀伤了好几年。And Isaac, he was sad, sorrowful for many years. 利百加进入他的心中，进入他的生命里头。And Rebecca has when came inside his heart and came inside his life. 啊，他选择爱利百加。And he chose to love Rebecca. 他不是选择所爱的。He did not choose who to love. 因为他第一次见面就是结婚那一天。Because the first time they met was the first time that they were married. 他是爱他所选择的。So he loved the one that he chose. 呃，我们常通常会说有情人终成眷属。And sometimes we'll say that it is the best that you you marry your the person of your dreams. 那以撒是成眷属者皆是有情人。But then for Isaac, he has married. 
he, the, the person he married becomes the person of his dreams. And that is uh, even a higher uh, level of it. He married her and he also loved her. And how many people, how many men in this world today that he married a woman but then he does not love her? And he was uh, sad for because he lost his mother for many years. And then another woman that is a very important woman came inside his life. He only loved her or he, he loved her even more. And this marriage has uh, uh, stopped his sorrow uh, for his mother. So man needs to leave the, uh, the, man, the father and mother. Only then can he grow and can he be mature. Only then will he be able to take on uh, and bear a family. So we say that uh, Song of Songs is the most beautiful song. And the, uh, the topic theme for this year is uh, the end of all things is near. And if we look at the decline of morality, it is indeed the case. We see the work, a chaotic work of Satan in the spiritual realm, it is also the case. We see that there are many heresies and many distorted truths that are uh, being spread around. Today, is, we have already entered into the 21st century. And in the 21st century, there is a very clear sign of it, which is to deconstructing of something. And, and the, uh, originally the uh, relationship of husband and wife, uh, it is deconstructed and destroyed. And if there is no love between a husband and a wife, then this family will be split apart. Uh, and for a problematic uh, couple, becomes a problematic uh, family. A problematic family becomes a problematic uh, society. You become the biggest problem in the hum, in humankind. And there is the uh, it has to do with the truth and morality and, and our faith. In this time and age of uh, deconstruction, and when it is a time between husband and wife, there's no longer a pure love behind between them. And we're in the chapel of Vancouver Church. And perhaps in our own bedroom, we, uh, let light the, uh, we uh, turn on the light and then we read the Song of Solomon. And let us, uh, through reading these, uh, let us uh, find the truth inside the words. Let's uh, ask the Holy Spirit to give us light inside our hearts. So that we can once again cherish the love 
right before us. And so that we can once again determine that no matter how much price I'm going to pay, I'm going to have a complete family. And if every family in the church is complete, if every husband and wife is, uh, loves each other, if they live out the love of Christ, and just like the bride of Christ, how she submits to Christ, then this church is able to bear testimony in this world. And our family is the fortress of our faith. And it is the kingdom for our children as well. And for for our children in order for them to be protected. And this world tells us that a homosexual marriage is uh, permissible. And this world tells us that uh, when you're in your university and you're cohabiting with someone else, it is okay. And when our law can accept homosexual marriage and also uh, a cohabitation, who is there to protect our children? Who is there to tell our children what is the truth? Who is there to tell our children what are the criteria for judgment in the future? It is starting from the husband and the wife. And the love between the husband and the wife, it is the blessing of our children. And this is every one of us, we have the right to enjoy this love. And this is also every one of us, we have to uh, strive to uh, attain this. Our marriage doesn't just uh, influence our feelings. It also has to do with the blessing that we have in this earth and also in the uh, life to come. And some people, they live a very blessed life all, all their lives. And perhaps they are not very rich. But it is, they have, they're blessed because they have a very uh, wonderful love. And some people, they are uh, living suffering all their lives. And not because they have lost the entire world. But because they have a failed marriage. And so marriage has to do with all, everything that we are feeling. And, and it will influence, it will affect our faith as well. Uh, and there are many books out there. In fact, a lot of those authors, uh, their marriage, they are not very good marriages. And so we, when we come back to the Song of Solomon and uh, take a look, let us uh, listen to the uh, word from God. And let us see how God is guiding our marriage. Let's listen to the one that has instituted marriage. What, what are the teachings of marriage that he's going to teach us? So we need to uh, put our head and, and into reading uh, the Song of Solomon. 
and to read out the movements inside our hearts and so that we can also see the light in it and we use this as a goal to look into our marriage today and Lord Jesus will definitely guide us if we are willing, we are able to be changed as well. Even though the, the goal seems to be very far away and seems to be unattainable. But Lord Jesus, our Lord, has uh, promised us. And He will guide us. And the Counselor is inside our hearts. And it is time for us to rely on His uh, guidance. And so that we may come out of our difficulties. So that we may use our complete love to solve the problem right in front of us. And it is the song of songs. It is the most beautiful song. And we let us read it uh, carefully. Let's read from verses 2 to 4. And from verses 2 to 4, it is the yearning of uh, the, uh, uh, the lady. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. And here, uh, the uh, woman uh, uses the third uh, person to describe his, uh, the, the, the groom. But the next sentence, she, she used the second person uh, to, to, to talk about the groom. And so that him becomes your. And let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. It seems that it is just a yearning inside her heart, and just she's just dreaming about it. But then when they are meeting in person, then she can express this outright. So uh, the relationship between them becomes from third person into the second person. Uh, so if we uh, pay attention, in fact, in this book of Psalms, we'll see a lot of these similar techniques. In the book of Psalms, you'll see that the author would tell God, say God is a him, and then in the next sentence, he will say, you. And this is a very special way of writing in the Hebrew literature. Then we'll feel that this relationship goes from far into very close. And here, uh, the uh, bride, she has this yearning. And she hopes that the uh, groom can have a very close relationship with her. And why, why is that? What is the reason? So why, why is it so many uh, young people out there, they want to kiss and why, want to have a closer relationship? And here uh, it mentions it. And the first reason is that for the groom's love is better than wine. And the second reason is written in verse 3. And the fragrance of the groom is a good ointment and his name is 
呃，我们是pour forth。那么在男女主角之外，还有众童女。And other than the men and there are the uh, the music accompaniments to to their songs。你看，连众童女都可以去认同这个爱，都可以去做见证的。So here, even the virgins is able to acknowledge and to witness this love。啊，所以两人是用这样的爱来吸引啊这个佳偶。So the groom is using this love to attract uh the bride。啊，当然夫妻的关系就可以进到内室的那种亲密。and of course, the uh, husband, the relationship between husband and wife can go inside into their inner chamber. And they can enjoy the love and the joy inside their marriage. And everyone will be uh, admiring their love. Because this love is better than, than wine. So uh, for uh, between a husband and wife, they have to attract each other with love. And the bride did not say to the king that uh, you're attracting me uh, because of your, uh, your power and because of your money. But you attract me because of your love. When you take away all these things, what I see is only your love. And what kind of love is your love? It is better than wine. And wine is the, one of the best things in, in our life. And it offers uh, physical happiness. But wine will make a person drunk. It will make a person uh, lose himself. And it is uh, making someone drunk and lose himself physically. And it will make a person to uh, lose his senses. So it is a stimulation in the, our physical body. So so what does it mean that your love is better than wine? It is uh, over. It, it's uh, it's uh, it is better than even the greatest uh, happiness in our life. It is not uh, focusing on the physical uh, enjoyments. And the love of a sexual relationship it can be an expression of love. But then the relation between them, it is because of love itself. Only true love can make uh, the sexual relationship very precious. And only then would this relationship, sexual relationship, would express uh, very deeply. Uh, they do not talk about uh, money. They do not talk about the enjoyment in the world. They do not talk about all the treasures in the world. It does not have to do with his power or his money. Uh, only because of his love. And this love is better than wine. 
And can the husband and wife attract each other with a love that is better than wine? Only only when we do this can we enter into the relationship of one flesh uh, very honestly. And our Lord is also attracting us with a love that is better than wine. And he became poor for us. And he has poured out all his uh, shed all his blood. And from such a high place he went to a very low place. He feels all in all, but then he has uh, made himself small. Uh, if a husband is able to do this, uh, how would the wife not be attracted by him? Uh, and the second reason, because of the fragrance of your good ointments, your name is ointment pour forth. And here it is using the ointments to, uh, to describe his name. And this is also uh, the technique inside the Bible. In uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 1, and it says that ointment is, uh, a good name is better than precious ointments. And where does a good name come from? And why is a good name better than uh, just like a good fragrance? A good name comes from good character. And this king, he has good character to attract uh, his wife. He is not just attracting her with a love that is better than wine. And this king, he has a perfect image. And he has a, a perfect, a complete uh, uh, charisma. And whatever he's doing, whatever he's saying, he, he has an attraction to the other. And he has wonderful spirituality. He is always striving to improve in his uh, morality. And he uh, shows a lot of spiritual virtues. When the time is going uh, uh, going forward, then his uh, progress of uh, spirituality is also uh, growing as well. And marrying for three, five, ten years, and their love is becoming even deeper. Uh, uh, because he's always growing. And he can let the other person see he has uh, another good quality inside him. So this good name is just like a fragrant ointment poured forth. And if we, recate, we think, uh, if we can pay attention to the words used here. And we can also experience uh, the uh, wonderful, uh, wonderfulness of the Hebrew uh, language. And how does it re describe the ointment in verse 3? And just like an ointment poured forth. And in the book of Song of Solomon, we'll see that there's a lot of imagery. 
and it always describes things and uh, causes us to uh, see a certain imagery. And usually uh, the uh, an image will leave us the deepest impression. So when an ornament is poured forth, this ornament is flowing out very slowly. Then we can see that this ointment is flowing and we can also smell uh, the, the fragrance of it. When we go to a department store, usually at that time, the husband will grab hold on to the, uh, the wife's hand very tightly. And because all those uh, areas, all those uh, uh, products are very expensive. So she will grab onto his, her hand and try to leave this place very quickly. So we go to a perfume store, we pass by it, we do not buy anything, but then we'll smell the fragrance of it. So his good name is unable to be covered up. It is forth. So a good character is not able to be hidden. And just like we do not put any perfume on us, but then we'll still smell smell it when we pass by the store. And the bride is always discovering that the groom is improving himself constantly. So when for the husband and wife, their relationship their, they, toward each other has to go even deeper. It has to be uh, the love that is better than wine. And he, they need to have a good name. Just like an ointment poured forth. And this marriage is something for us to, to love. So after we are married, and the purest love is that we fall in love over and over again with the same person. We do not love all everyone once. Because the true love is exclusive. And the relationship inside the inner chamber can only be one to one. So from verses 2 to 4, we are able to experience uh, and know uh, these teachings. And this love is pure, and this marriage is also very blessed. And they can bring about great joy uh, to the couple. And we do have the right to attain these. But we need to uh, strive hard towards it. We need to manage, uh, take care of the garden of our marriage. Only then will we be able to enjoy the flower and also the fruits. And if we were to understand this garden as our relationship between us and Christ, and whenever one of us is uh, touched by the Holy Spirit, and our uh, experience may be different. 
Uh, but then when we explain these teachings, uh, the, the principle of the truth will be the same. So we use this uh, manner to uh, interpret the Bible. So tonight we uh, conclude here. If you have time, let us uh, read the Song of Solomon. Let's, let's sing hymn number 12.